And it's a welcome return to Lee Humphreys for our City Update. Hello, Lee. Hello, Graham. Good evening. Good to have you along here today. Anyway, I guess the big news of the week is the Bank of England putting up their interest rates. That's right. Biggest in uh, biggest move in 25 years as a sort of an independent organisation. Uh, they put up rates by 50 basis points. That's half a, uh, half a percent to you and I, Graham, to one and three quarter percent. Yeah, it's uh, a, mind you, I can remember the days when interest rates were seventeen percent, but there I'm, I'm showing my age. Aren't well, I? I tell you what, at this rate, they might not, they might get there pretty soon, actually. Oh my goodness me! But for anybody on a mortgage, it's not good news, is well, it? Well, I mean, you know, people who will obviously have to start um, uh, you know, renewing their mortgage at some point in time, and they're going to get a shock if they took out mm. their mortgage two, three, four years ago, mm. and they re uh, mortgage right now. They're going to find those rates and those monthly uh, bills are going to increase dramatically, and that's a lot. That is sort of fueling um, the inflation that we're sort of seeing, really, in the economy. The Bank of England predicted when um, they raised rates uh, last week, they basically were saying that inflation is going to be around 15%. Well, I think, to be honest, a lot of people would take that. I think it's probably going to be a lot more Unilever, uh, for example, when they released their numbers last week. They said that their food in, uh, their food inflation um, was around about 11%, just over 11%, actually. And you probably saw, Graham, I know you're, a, you're an avid fan of McDonald's, that the price of the cheeseburger rose overnight by 20%. And you know, they've held it for many years, haven't they? So that is really quite they have. Something, I think that was it? yeah, it's quite something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the important thing though is the commentary surrounding the uh, the, uh, the interest rate rise, isn't it? And wasn't it sort of eosh in its mm. sort of pessimism? I mean, mm. they're really saying the bottom line really with the Bank of England is they're seeing no growth in the UK economy for at least two years. They're saying. Yeah, is it pessimistic, do you think, or is it is it a balanced view? Well, it is pessimistic, but they're not alone in saying this. The IMF, um, um, when they were sort of cutting their global growth forecast last week, said the UK would be the slowest growth economy in the G7. And I also read some a, a analyst from Saxo Bank, a Danish bank, um, said that the UK is looking more like an emerging market economy, which isn't very nice, is it? Goodness me. So uh, with the real problems out there still for the UK economy? Well, yeah, look, I mean, let's put to the one side for a moment the IMF, which is sort of predicted uh, about 14 of the last three recessions in the UK, so we can sort of largely ignore those guys. Um, uh, But you're very right in saying that there are some incredibly real and pertinent problems for the UK households right now that are happening. Yeah, and I guess wages are not keeping up with inflation. They haven't done, you know, through COVID and beyond. No, um, they are not. No, that's absolutely right. And I was reading just this week um, that, that for the eighth consecutive um, month, there's been a decline in disposable household income. Uh, income um, and that now makes the average household £175 poorer than they were um, in June last year so that's significant isn't it it is actually you know when i was young every year you know, things were getting better and better but we're uh, in a different world now well they so the, you know they went on to say that basically they, if they look at the sort of post-tax income that's basically um, sort of minus essential bills as well we now find there's a sort of 60 pounds shortfall for uk households um each month and, and that really is significant because what you mentioned wages wages are going up about 6.2 percent you know you'd sort of be jumping out of your chair a few years ago hearing figures like that but the problem is that ppi we've discussed this many times ago haven't we is now at 11.9 percent the the uh, you know so there's a shortfall just there if we to believe the sort of the official figures of uh, so over the year, people are getting, despite these 6% pay rises, are nearly 6% poorer off. Yeah, right. So how's this shortfall made up? Well, I mean, 
a lot of people are borrowing. Uh, we talked about mortgages, so extending their mortgages and borrowing from that. But actually, uh, the most immediate sort of mm, cure is maybe the wrong word um, is through one's credit card. And the, the balances have seen a thirteen percent increase, um, which has been the highest leap for twenty years. So that's a, I mean, that's a very high cost, but sort of quick fix scenario. Mm, absolutely, and business, I guess, are hit by the same inflation as uh, yeah. you and I. Yeah, and naturally, I mean, the, the, again, back in the papers today, um, I read in the Times um, uh, that uh, there's an insolvency advisor. I've never heard of them, but Begbie's trainer, um, and they said the number of British businesses in a critical financial distress has written by a th- has risen by a third in the past year, and of those, seventy five percent, three quarters, blamed inflation um, uh, for the impact on their trading, and five hundred twenty eight thousand they say further firms in the uk are in significant financial distress this is all they say due due to uh, to inflation uh, or, or largely due to inflation i should say and there was an insult there is an insolvency service out there um, and they were reporting that nearly 5700 firms went out of business between april and june is that a big number is that a small number well i can t- tell you that it's the worst since 2009 which is sort of the era of the great financial crash yeah, I guess so. You think we kept things going during COVID, but now... Anyway, retailers, bars and restaurants uh, and building companies other than ones most affected, yeah. I'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, those those certainly will be. But of course, you know, let's not move away from the, the real sort of threat to everyone's uh, um, cost of living. And that is going to be the sort of gas and electricity ri- rises that are, that are going to um, take place in October with the end of the, the second end, really, of the uh, uh, of the price cap. And I saw something from a, a company called Cornwall Insight, and they're talking about the average um, utility bill at gas and electricity um, this year rising to around £4,500 um, in January this this year, so the environment. Uh, this is this is the bizarre thing. We mentioned it a couple of weeks ago when I was in here, Graham. Is that um, the Bank of England? We, we, these are going to be significant breaks on the economy, especially the uh, the the the, the, um, uh, the, the mm. price cap. But um, uh, you know, still the the Bank of England right, raise rates by fifty basis points, as we just said, in this kind of economic environment. Some may call it. Um, madness. Yeah, it seems a bit strange because I'm sure they're, they're looking at, they understand these energy prices are going up. But can we expect the government, though, to do anything mm. in the meantime you, to help? What they do have, you think? Well, I don't think, uh, I think that, well, they're going to have to do something politically, I think. Otherwise, uh, I, I think there's not a, you know. Well, Boris is election. on holiday. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we've got, and we've got the other two sort of candidates, Twiddledee and Twiddledum, basically uh, promising the world. I think Liz Truss is up to about 30 billion pounds yeah mm. you heard that correctly in tax cuts which represents about one and a half percent of uh, uh, of the sort of total um, gdp in the united kingdom so you know maybe we'll wait we'll have to wait and see i think the pressure's going to be there in september when one of them actually becomes prime minister anyway with all this uh, how are the markets uh, behaving well you expect me to say terrible but they're doing fantastically actually um the FTSE is actually up one and a half percent uh, on the year uh, and that's notwithstanding glaxo's 10 percent forte glaxo being what smith klein pharmaceutical company one of the largest companies in the uk a huge employer um and that was due to some alleged uh, i have to stress uh, cancer concerns with their blockbuster uh, drug santec santec was out in the 1990s it's bizarre to think that they're basically only now um sort of uncovering these uh, these alleged uh, uh, cancer concerns um and that but let's contrast that i said that it was up one and a half percent with the italian um, stock market was still down 16 percent on the year and we've got, we've got to bear in mind actually i've mentioned this again in the past that when you compare sort of um you know the troubles we're talking about with that of italy's it's worth noting that italy hasn't seen an uh, an increase 
in per capita per head wealth since the beginning of the euro back in 1999 my goodness me what about the u.s market then the Federal Reserve put the rates up last yeah, week, didn't they, as well? They did. So uh, they, yeah. I guess everyone's got the same, same pressure as us. Everyone, everyone's doing it, um, yes, and um, probably under the same kind of spotlight as, as the Bank of England. Now, it's really tough to figure out what's going on over there, to be honest. Um, as you rightly said, we saw the... We saw, um, uh, the interest rates go up by three quarters of a percent. But, you know, over there, it is difficult, it's, it's, it's difficult to work out exactly what's happening. We got... Um, a, Ten days ago, uh, official recognition that the U.S. is in um, recession. That is uh, embodied by two negative quarters back to back. Now, the White House um, promptly said, no, that's not really a re- recession. They sort of tried to sort of renegotiate um, the terms of, uh, of agreement. I don't know what to, you know, I don't know whether people really know what to believe in, in listening to the White House or perhaps, you know, looking, looking at the official data. Right, yeah, so other white, that's right to say this. Well, I mean, you know, they were backed up to their, um, I suppose, which helped by Jay Powell, who's the president of the Federal Reserve, who basically said there are too many pockets uh, of the economy that are performing too well. Um, And we've got also, in addition to that comment by Jay, we've got some fantastic corporate earnings also coming out, especially in the tech sector. Remember, the tech sector is at a woeful first six months uh, of the year. And so we've had some, as I said, some exceedingly good numbers, some Microsoft, Amazon and Uber, for example, last night, um, their numbers uh, alone, when they came out pushed the stock up 18 percent on the day um and we've seen also overnight that uh, the a second quarter report from disney which now um has actually a screaming subscri- streaming if i can say the word subscriber base bigger than netflix believe it or not right now as we sit here talking graham the stock is up about eight percent on those figures alone we've also seen a stream of buybacks from paypal apple and airbnb which is often seen by some uh, as a sign that companies see their stocks as undervalued by markets. And, you know, the corporate um, news flow um, must be in the forefront of the Fed's mind when they're basically um, doing these interest rate, uh, rate rises. Otherwise, they'd, I think they'll probably proceed with a little bit more caution. Right. So it looks like it's a bit more understandable what the Fed are up to in terms of increasing rates. So it seems the economic backdrop is healthier than ours. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it certainly seems so. We had um, on Friday, um, you know, the, the something called the non-farm payroll, which is basically unemployment data. We saw um, the U.S. economy in the month of July adding 528 thousand jobs huge numbers um and and now we've got a sort of a, a, the unemployment rate standing at three and a half percent the lowest in the united states at, in 50 years that's actually uh, equivalent to our own funnily enough right so uh, since then we've seen markets in the u.s as elsewhere rally yeah i mean the the nasdaq 100 believe it or not uh, is now closed last night in bull market territory what does that mean that means um, that it's rallied over 20 percent from recent lows and i think that's really down to three things in particular the the commentary that we talked about with the bank of england uh, which accompanied the, the the rate rise in the united states which seemed to indicate that the pace of rate rises is now going to start easing we're going to see what they're going to do they've got their next meeting in september so that's the first thing Secondly, commodities, particularly oil, are starting to fall in price. This is the recession really starting to bite. So we now see in the United States, um, uh, gasoline prices down at around $4 a a gallon. You've probably seen on the news they've been up to $6, $7, even $8 a gallon. So that's a significant tax cut for most people in effect. And yesterday also, this is the third thing I was going to say, is we had an inflation report out of the United States. So that's obviously saying that it's uh, presumably... uh falling yeah i mean that is a, 
it was a CPI number, and you're absolutely right. It said it was falling. So, I mean, these are still large figures. The month of July saw inflation at 8.5%. This is not insignificant, but it was down from June's 9.1% figure. So, um, as a result of that, the, you know, and it was really, as I say, the result of the cut in the cost of uh, petrol. But this is the first scene, at least, the first sign, at least, the first sign that I've seen is that inflation is indeed sort of moving in the right direction. And uh, and also, we also saw a, a drop uh, in online um, online prices as well. That was the first drop uh, also for over two years. So maybe the US won't need this Inflation Reduction Act that uh, Congress passed well, this week then. You know, that's, you know, this is more political than economic, I think. Uh, I think. Um, but the one thing <laughs> I think for sure is that government is spending £730 billion pounds, uh, on, uh, on this sort of... Um, what do they call it? The the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, uh, it just won't really re- reduce inflation. One job. One commentator actually called it, in effect, st- in effect, as statistically indistinguishable from zero. That's the effect that uh, it's going to have on on inflation. Even the Congressional Budget Office actually said uh, that uh, its effect would have on prices. That the, the effect it would have on prices would be negligible uh, at best. So as I say, I think that's more to do with the Democrats um, not getting beaten as much as they might come the November. November midterm elections. Yeah, they always have an impact in the midterms, don't they? Well, thanks very much uh, for the update, Lee, and we look forward to uh, having another update in a couple of weeks' time. Goodness Bye. knows where we'll be by then. Well, hopefully we'll be in co- a cooler uh, studio, Graham. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> it's certainly a hot market at the moment. Absolutely.